Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Welcome to the program. It's good to be here. Are you welcoming me to the program or no, the audience? No, of course you're here on yeah. the program. You've been the co-host of this program for almost seven years. Okay. Well, thank you for being cordial. I was talking to the audience. Okay. Audience, welcome. Jordan, fuck off. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. Yeah. I, I, was, I wasn't going to put it in such brutal no, terms. I mean, I'm be... a polite man. That's why I welcome the audience to the program. Right. And you implied that I should fuck off. It's fine. I mean, I'm cool with fucking off. Okay. Great. Yeah. yeah. Should I just do this solo from here on out? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think you'll be fine. I'll talk about what? The weather? Yeah. The fact that the fish truck visited again this week? Mm-hmm. It sounds like a compelling program. I mean, I don't want to get in the way of that, you know? Well, I mean, it's at least... My goal is to be at least as compelling as news from Lake, Lake Wobegon. Hmm. So I'll just sort of make it up uh, as I go along, and every so often I'll just say Lutherans. Are you, com- are you concerned with it being as folksy? I would like for it to be less um, breathe-y. Mm-hmm. Is that a word? <laughs> yeah, to have... Wheezy. <laughs> Less wheezy, sure. Um, but I don't think I could ever be that folksy. Yeah, you I'm, you would have to literally be a pie cooling on a windowsill to be to as be folksy. that. That's the only thing that is as folksy. Even though I am currently doing lariat tricks as I talk into the microphone, mm-hmm. I am not as folksy as the news from Lake Wobegon. Yeah. Shall we introduce our guests Why on don't the we? program? You know them uh, from uh, food television. The world of food television. You know them from the world of food internet. You know them from their charming vintage dresses that I've seen pictures of on the internet. Uh, Allie Ward and Georgia Harback. Guys, welcome to the program. Thank you. That's, That's not, not even close last to my last name. That's what Jordan told that, me. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I get you? What, what are you? I guess I just know That's Allie Jordan's and fault. Georgia. No, yeah. her, last, her last name is Harback. We called her Harback. <laughs> oh, no, it's Hard boy. Stark, but it gets butchered all yeah. the time. Um, so hard really. Stark? Yeah. 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 But it, it means dark heart. Yeah. Which is that I cool? have. Is that cool? Yeah. It's, cool. it's good. Yeah. It's pretty edgy. Yeah. Hey, but that you know what? Uh... That was all me with the name mistake. <laughs> That's why I'm going solo from here on <laughs> yeah, out. I don't know if you ladies have heard. Yeah. Allie, Georgia, you can join me in this if you want, but I'm I'm dropping uh, Jordan off That's like fair. a I'm dead sack of potatoes I'm at the food pantry. Can An talk- unneeded sack of potatoes. Can we revisit Garrison Keillor's nose breath? Yeah. Oh, well, I, think it's a, it. I think it's sort of a – it's not just nose breath, is it? No, it's more than that. But I have this – I have like a fear that I'm going to get reincarnated as like – uh, one of his nose breaths. <laughs> it's, it's one of my. It's one. You know how they ask on inside the actor studio what your least favorite sounds are. Garrison Keillor's nose breath is one of them. There's like a. <sighs> Alec has this really unnatural hatred of Garrison Keillor. I, I hear, hate him. I like, hear if you if you yeah. play the nose nose breaths backwards, it's encouraging the listener to commit suicide. Oh. That's what I've heard too. Yeah, I find him sexually threatening. <laughs> like he would in the sense that if if you discovered him in a sexual situation, it would destroy your sexuality. I'm afraid that I wouldn't have a barrier against him. He's so intimate. Oh, because you know I mean? he's because he's, he's so close to the microphone, yes. and so wheezy. Yes, sure. You only know ha- him as being all up in your business. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can understand uh, that. I know I can see that. We've done uh, we we did a recreation of Garrison Keillor and Heel Hauser having a love connection on our podcast, and then a week later Heel Hauser died. Yep, mm. and it was he probably had heard us. 
and how yeah. to get, yeah. yeah. Well, I look at that ball sack over there. Can I say that? Can let me put your balls yeah. in there. Let me get your balls <laughs> well, in Well, my yeah. goodness. Uh, can I can I talk about something that made me kind of uncomfortable, kind of sexually yeah. recently? Yeah. I saw a very, very handsome, very well dressed man on a Segway, and it fucking <laughs> blew my mind. And like, it wasn't just Will Arnett filming a scene for no, Arrested Development. No, this was a this was a well coiffed, fit guy. Uh, you know, polo shirt, uh, chinos, boat shoes. Just cruising around on a Segway. What are you supposed to do with that information? I don't know. Aren't 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 Segways off limits to the very handsome? <laughs> it seems like it's just the territory. You think there's like just as just as in before the Voting Rights Act, there could be a means test for voting or mm-hmm. a literacy test for voting. You think there's an ugly test for su- for Segway purchases? I get how it doesn't make sense though, because if you have the wherewithal to, to dress yourself very well, then you should also know that how ter- awful you look on a Segway. But right. here's the thing: if you're very handsome, you've gone through, you've floated through life. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? No sure. one has ever had the time to tell you. I mean, granted, do you fill out boat shoes and a chino very well? Yeah, sure. You I look great. A- I have a theory about this. I think that it's there's a regional acceptance. I think there's two places where it's okay. I think mm-hmm. Santa Monica and Dubai. <laughs> and if you're not in one of those places, then you better get off your segue. But if you're attractive, you can do that in those two places. What are other things that are – those are not places that ne- – outside of a general feeling of self-indulgence, not not a lot in common between Dubai and Santa Monica. Like I don't picture a lot of people in Dubai doing yoga. I think it's it's not just self awareness. It's it's like it's a ton. Of, like it's understanding uh, your place in the world and and I think how that there's a people react to it. There's a fiscal permission that happens in Santa Monica and Dubai. Right. It really grants you access to all kinds of uh, reprehensible behaviors. So I think that it's really regional. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe this guy. Maybe this guy was just. I guess I. You know. Like. Um. It seems like the. There's a third sexuality, and that's crazy rich guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, that there's there's heterosexual, there's homosexual. And there's and, Mark Cuban. Yeah, and then there's I've done it all, what else can I do? And I maybe this guy was Fucking kind of, the Segway? Yeah, you, well, either fucking the Segway or seeing can I still get laid on this Segway? Like it's a challenge. You know, it's a handicap. Oh, you like think that a, this like is a, like an in the company of men style dark sexual bet? Could be. And it started with a segue. So it's just him and the other members of the Bohemian Grove. Mm-hmm. And they're all wearing ladies' clothes and performing a farce together <laughs> in the woods of Northern California. Sure. Oh, the, all the billionaires and the younger, handsomer ones start saying, well, I can get laid if I. Mm-hmm. What would and the other ones be? So Segway, have... uh, yeah. sandals, Sand- yeah, sandals those those in individual toe shoes, Ooh. probably. I feel like a lot of those guys at the Bohemian Grove, they're just wearing those anyway, anyway yeah, and getting fucked oh, all the time. Maybe on the street with bird on shoulder. Uh-huh. No, no. <laughs> sure. Who do you think gets laid first, Segway guy or bird on shoulder? You're segway, just listening segway. things segway. that I think Larry Ellison, founder of Oracle, is doing right now. <laughs> That guy is that guy is somewhere in Silicon Valley being filleted with a bird on his shoulder <laughs> with one foot on a Segway. Right. Allie and I have this uh this imaginary person that we always talk about 
uh, and it's this great guy. He's wonderful. He's nice. He's doing really well in his life. He's nice to his mom. Well educated. He's a go getter. Fiscally responsible. Thinks you're great. Yeah, treats you wonderful. He can cook. The one thing though about him is he, he's uh, he has a pet iguana. He's an iguana dude. <laughs> so on his shoulder, on a leash, is an iguana. Would you still? He goes to coffee shops. He gets a macchiato. He's got the iguana. Everyone's like, hey, what's up, Jerry? It's he's... iguana dude. So but... he brings the iguana. You remember the guys in the '90s at the coffee uh-huh. shop? Yeah, there was a guy. Everything else about him is great. Do you date him? Does he have no. a? Is, does he carry around a plastic baggie filled with mosquitoes to feed the iguana? Lettuce is that, is that better? Lettuce. Or, yeah, lettuce, lettuce oh, and baby oh, okay. carrots. Is that what an iguana eats? Yeah. Maggots and okay. crickets. Just something that nor something that's not disgusting. It's like yeah. okay, so he's got a tiny ziploc full of carrots. Okay, that's not. Is that a deal breaker? No, that's healthy. Are, are the iguanas cold, dead eyes trained on you while you're making love? Absolutely. Okay. Iguana's there fucking 24-7, right? Absolutely. Maybe not act- – I guess it wouldn't actually physically be on his shoulder during lovemaking, but it would be like in the room on the night table. It would something. be – It's got its little – what do they call them? Aquarium? A terrarium. It would be scratching at its log. Okay. <laughs> he would be – you, you would be making love to the rhythm of the iguana's log scratches. Yeah, maybe, maybe a little bit of, of slight irritation yeah. on the iguana's part. At witnessing, you know, just of neglect. Okay, mm-hmm. sure. The, my, the noises when, are scaring him a little. When I am intimate with my partner, um, my dog goes <laughs> and walks out of the room. <laughs> I do the same thing. <laughs> yeah. If I were someone's dog, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. If you were in the room and two people started making love, you I would, would just huff turn up and be like, nose. "What? What? What am I?" Yeah, I've seen my cats watched before. Uh-uh. It's creepy. No. I've like looked up and been like, there's a cat staring. I've been in a room when two people started to make love and I, I actually did make the same noise and then I went to a diner and got pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> I was at a, a party. Jesse, you should send your dog to get pancakes. Yeah. That would be cute. That would be cute. I was at a yeah. party and I didn't realize that it was a swingers party, like an orgy party. And oh, then, no. Like, someone, How do you not know that? Well, I, well, I knew that, the, that everyone went to Burning Man, but that didn't prepare me. <laughs> you should have known. You knew there know. were a lot of I, iguanas there. I didn't know. And I was in the middle of a room and then these two people who were not married... But they were married to other people. One of them was wearing a saran wrap top and they started to they started to make out. And then I think in the process of making love, at which point I went, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So you, so you but saran wrap top didn't tip you off. I, I, sh- I thought they're creative. You At thought first, that was because of their Burning Man Club or whatever. Yeah, that's okay. what I, I thought it was a Burning but Man. You're like, thing. nobody's nobody's. Getting it on here. I, I did not think when that you that first was saw happen. the two people making out that weren't married, be like, oh, their their husbands are going to see. Yeah, that Very was my out. first thought. I would do that you too. thought it worse. There would be some phone freaking, which mm-hmm. is where people whistle into the telephone handset until they're connected directly to the Pope. What? <laughs> I love that? it. <laughs> it's a thing that nerds did. What is it? I've never I've never heard that, was of that the before. The dial tone thing, where if you get the right dial tone, yeah. Back so in the, yeah. yeah. So before telephones were digitized. Right. They operated on tones, which is why touch tone dialing. So if you had if you had perfect pitch and you could whistle tones, you could whistle combinations of tones that would signal the switching computers to do pretty much anything if you were good enough at it. Wow. There was like a club of people who did this, right? Yeah, lots of clubs. This was like the the dawn of the computer age. This this and model trains were the two things that the guys who invented personal computing I did have a for nerd, fun. I have a computer nerd brother who, you know, used to play Leisure Suit Larry like in the 90s. And my mom would have to take his keyboard with her to work because he'd just stay home from school all day and be on the computer. So I, I totally... <laughs> I know this person. Can I say, though, that from an orgy tale to the Pope that that was an excellent segue? 
Oh my God, Ali Ward. Allie we'll be Anderson. back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. I'm Georgia Hartstark. And I'm Allie Ward. You guys can make up nicknames. You don't have to, but oh. we encourage it. Hmm. I'm, we're both just look. You got some time. Like Think about it. Think about it. We've some got time. another segment coming up. Just do it then. Okay. Yeah. Like a parrot that's learning to order its own macchiato. Uh, Ellie and Georgia, can I can I ask you for some clarification on something? Sure. Yeah. Uh, we we were both at the same. We were all three of us. I consider you guys one entity, like a totem pole. We are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you often you often try and uh, sneak into places uh, on each other's shoulders with a big trench coat. Yeah, you like to pay one one admission fee. It's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, the three of us were at a a party, and it was a pretty it was a pretty boozy party, as I remember it. And it's one of the one of the. Uh, one of the things that happens when you post boozy party, you're kind of thinking about the night, and maybe. Are you it's... about to ask them if they've slept with you? <laughs> <laughs> I was wearing saran wrap at the time. <laughs> I started kissing a woman who was not my wife. Um, so I was getting kind of little flashes of things that happened, and then I I invited you guys on the podcast, and the answer was, um, "We'd love to come on the podcast. We'll do some foam drooling." Or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then I got a flash of all of us maybe in an alley doing yep. spit takes. It yeah. wasn't an alley. It was the back of the party, the back of the venue. It was We're, like an outdoor and there was like a basketball court. You don't remember that? I kind I, – I there remember – was a basketball court? Yeah. Here's was a, this party – just a homecoming dance. <laughs> it was. We cried. Jesse, we have kind of a 21 Jump Street thing going on. And I'll thank you not to blow our cover. It was actually a Lakers box seat. And we just drooled beer on each on other. On Jack Nicholson. <laughs> no, we um, we were at a party. And then I think uh, I don't I don't drink beer. And so I, I started taking sips and letting it roll out of my mouth onto my face. And then I think we all started. And then Georgia did then some I, Because I've takes. always, spit takes is like, I really just want a chance in my life to do that for yeah, real. Sure. So we just practiced it a little. So you just were so... Soaking yourself with mm-hmm, beer mm-hmm. that had come out of your mouth? Yes, yes, I was. That's called commitment, folks. Yeah. yeah. Boy, w- w- you gotta sell w- the do you bit. think we were the grossest ones at this thing? Mm-hmm. Was someone being more gross than that? I don't know. There was a cake that was shaped like a ham hock. So I think yeah. all bets were pretty much off. There was that. a guy feeding mosquitoes to agu- his iguana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the iguana was just letting them drool out <laughs> onto, his, onto his iguana beard. We, I went home with that guy on his Segway and we had a... Pretty good. Sure. Pretty good night. Road, yeah. Road tandem. <laughs> no, that was. I think that was one of the grosser things that happened. Yeah. But I, I'm. We're both recently single, and I, and I think we're doing a pretty good job of putting ourselves out oh, there. Oh, we're guys. just making ourselves as sexy as possible yeah. by uh, drooling, dribbling yeah. beer out of our face holes. Sure. Yep. Well, you guys are you guys are creating uh, sexual handicaps for yourself as <laughs> like as the guy on the oh, segway. Is that what that is? Sure. So what do, how do what do I blend? I would imagine on? when you're an internet and television personality known for attractive vintage dresses and being able to cook things, you basically have to beat them away. Well, part of the vintage dress and dressing and that sort of thing is because you get away with a lot more like spitting beer all over a, a party. Yeah. You get away with it when you wear So if you're dress. wearing, if you got a couple crinolines on, mm-hmm. then you can, you can 
really blow some snot rockets. Is that what you're yeah. saying? Well, props to you for knowing what a crinoline is. Cause, Thank you. Yeah, I don't I think know. a lot of dudes know what that is. It probably would be better if I didn't. Right, but, but you know. That's where the uh, king of Russia lives, right? <laughs> In the crinoline? <laughs> yep. Yes. <laughs> That's up my skirt. <laughs> <laughs> um, get on the – can I – can I uh, ask a dating and relationship question to I the room? I wish you would. I wish I was you hoping would. you would. I had kind of an awkward, uh, an awkward situation in that zone recently, and I kind of want to know if it's something I need to address or if it's something I can just let slide. I love this. Let's. Yeah. We'll tell you. <clears throat> um, I have kind of this new platonic female friend. Um, you know, we were kind of just on each other's email chains, and then we added, you know, the kind of let's do something email chain. Uh, she's kind of new to L.A., very nice. We really hit it off. Um, but, you know, it's it has not been romantic, and it's like – We've both been like the last one at a bar a couple times and we've both like, you know, had to walk the same direction to our car a few times and, you know, just nothing. So I'm pretty sure at this point, like, this is where it's at. Um, also, it's Brook Shields. Also, it's Brook Shields. <laughs> and I mean, the, the Blue Lagoon was just so big for me growing <laughs> up. Uh, and... So, you know, there, there, there was a night and I was, I was out and she's like, what's going on? And I say, hey, me and some friends are at this bar. Come by if you're in the neighborhood. Uh, and then she never showed up. And then uh, the next day I woke up and looked at my text messages and she had texted me, are you guys still at the bar? And then I said, uh, no, uh, I'm walking home. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe I'll see you around this weekend. X O X O X O. Why the fuck did I do oh. that? Like that, and that's not something I do anyway. Do you like? Let's be honest. You've yeah. texted do me. Do you want? So. <laughs> but you just like because we be play tic tac toe by phone. <laughs> I was gonna say we were drawing up a football play. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. In all honesty, this is the, it's it's platonic for me, and that's why it was so surprising. Because I mean, I guess I'm you know I I, I I've sent the you up text i've you know i've mm-hmm. done that before and i i and it would make sense if it was like i was trying to get her to come out like maybe this there's a part of my drunk brain that that is interested in her but it was like i'm going home i'll see you around here's this little bit of romantic thing i think it was just i don't i don't know why i did it I it's think hard a to better say. thing to talk about is why you keep Getting drunk and doing things you don't remember. <laughs> I know why I'm in a like blackout state so often. Yeah, yeah my, no, that's alcoholism. Okay, yeah. so I've pinned We're that. that. Okay. I've pinned that down. I did, that problem's identified. Here's what I would do: okay. is I would send out an email to all of your friends, sure. saying, "Who wants to get some tacos, bitches?" XOXOXOXO. <gasps> XOXO, XOXO. Oh, so what? I, now I just need to make this my thing. That's, yeah. And then tweet it once or twice, being like, "Got a flat tire," and then a, a shit on myself. XOXOXO. Jordan. Boom. Alex, how good? Yeah, it's your thing. You just made it your ironic thing, and then she's like, "Oh, I'm such a fucking idiot. I thought he was trying to get me to fuck him." You should get a T-shirt that says hashtag XOXO. Oh, yeah. So when people are talking about me on the internet. You should change this podcast to Jordan Jesse XO. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're, you're welcome. Sure. X my O, bitches. Put that on the email. And just make it make it your thing twice. She's going to see it one of those times, and then she's going to feel And then you, it doesn't yeah. have to be that anymore. Then it can go back to being YOLO. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, good, good, because I think that is on the way up. Mm-hmm. Great. I think there's nowhere to go but up for YOLO. Mm. Should oh, we change yeah. the name of this show to Jordan Jesse YOLO? 
<laughs> I mean, if we want to stay current. Yeah, I mean, and that's certainly our priority. Yeah. That historically has been our priority, staying current. Mm. What uh, if you made it, yo, lol? <laughs> oh, you, only, real... you only laugh once because it's not that funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I would, can, I would prefer if we could integrate Gangnam Style into this somehow. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know. I don't think what you did is a big deal because it's really bold. Yeah. And I think you I think if a guy did that to me, I'd be like, he's drunk and being silly. It's ironic at that point. Sure. It's like Ali will text me like text L O L O M G and it's yeah. Just a joke. After that, I did text the entire set of lyrics to the Fresh Prince theme song. Hmm. So I think that'll that also tips falls under ironic. It's Is not, that true? God oh, damn it. Because I was like, play up. I know, and I was like, I'm gonna give you my number. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's excited. what I need to do. Just uh just just ironically text some 90s theme songs to girls that I'm interested in. Always works. Yeah. I have a quick question, though. Please. Do you, do you want to lay with this woman or not? I don't, no. Oh, well, then who gives it? I don't care. Yeah. You, but I'm, whatever I'm, you want to her. Okay, okay. So I, I, could, just, I could just menace her with all sorts she's of... She's uh, probably in love with you right now, though. Totally. Yeah, she's like, I never thought of him in this way before, but... but hugs and after kisses, those, hugs and kisses. I never knew he could give hugs and kisses. <laughs> it's so lame, too. Anyway. You in, did a fine job. You did a good job. You're yeah. living life. Yeah, yeah, sure. I'm hugging and kissing my friends. <laughs> I love it. My platonic friends. I don't want anything anyway. in any text messages besides words. Yeah. You don't want an emoji? Oh, I sure don't want an emoji. <laughs> I don't think I've ever gotten an emoji. Yeah. No one's ever sent me. People know not to send me. You live your life a certain way. Mm-hmm. And people know not to send you shit. They respect the kind of person you are. Yeah. yeah. I- ideally. And no one has sent me an internet thing in years. I have a question, though. Okay. Um, I know a girl who is a wonderful girl. She is funny. She's talented. She's in comedy. Her what text, a bitch this woman is. I already hate her. Paula Poundstone, we know. Funny, <laughs> <laughs> talented, um, very nice once, blazers. A, once a in a blackout boozler. drunk, she drove her 12 adopted children to the ice cream parlor. Oh, I love her. Oh, God, I want to I XOXO her. Okay, <laughs> this is a good question. But because, so, my, yeah. so my friend is talented. She's, um, her text game is terrible. Her grammar is frequently um, uh, haphazard. She, there's a lot of lulls. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of autocorrect that isn't, doesn't get proofread, and she just is in a hurry. Usually, she just doesn't care. Text game is not is not a thing she sure. cares about. But I think that it's she doesn't know up. that you are archiving all the text to put them in a bound book. I do screen cap them frequently because I find them hilarious. Sure. But she. But the thing is, you're not afraid to screen cap. Oh, I'll screen cap that. <laughs> Some of them are are like, it takes me a minute to decipher them. But she just is in a hurry. She doesn't care. But I was like, I think sometimes you have to, if you're dating, you have to you have to proofread like you would put on lipstick before you go to a date. Yeah. What kind of, what percentage of turnoff would you be if a girl was like, you up to anything and you couldn't read any of it and it was like, LOL and like weird emojis Like if stuff. Prince got blackout drunk and <laughs> texted you, like how would you feel yeah. about that? Could you imagine going on a date without putting on lipstick is another question. Well, no. Uh, with Prince? <laughs> no. The man's, oh, look at the, look at the women Prince has dated. Are you kidding? I'm going to look my best. I'd go on a date with Prince in an instant. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Please. You just do whatever he told you, you know? Do you know that if you're listening to Prince <laughs> on um, – do you know that if you're listening to Prince on Spotify and you click related artists, just a picture of a butt comes up? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, thanks for answering my question, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Uh, so you're saying you're saying it uh, turn off as a guy – Sloppy text game. Yeah, if a guy's got sloppy text game, I'm like, oh, absolutely. I don't want to see your no, dangle dangle. And, and you know, especially in that kind of courtship. 
phase of a relationship. Like you mm-hmm. want to be on your best behavior. Yeah, I feel like all the internet flirting that is requisite in that kind of courtship phase should be very good. I mean, I know I try and, you know, I I I spell check it. I go over it a couple times. Punctuate. Punctuate. I, you know, I send it to Bruce Valanche for punch up. <laughs> sure. Uh, guys got jokes. Guys got he jokes. He got jokes. <laughs> so, yeah. So then, uh, so I send it to Bruce Valanche. He puts in some George Clooney dates younger women jokes, mm-hmm. uh, which really interrupt the flow, which I like. No, but then I, it does, it does, it, it does, especially in the courtship phase, give off a sense of I don't care. If all that stuff is kind Some of Some guys whatever-y. like a sense of I don't care, right? I guess I don't. I guess I don't have a lot of patience for I like don't care. Like a sense anymore. of reckless abandon? Oh, is that what you're like, talking it's about? Not like, it's not like a relaxed. Like, like a, a relaxed, Courtney like... Love type <laughs> wild woman vibe? Yeah, yeah, I guess. Chucking a mic stand into the audience. That's not the kind that they don't. The kind yeah. of like, I can go either way with you. I don't give a shit. Or like, I don't give a shit about anything and I'm probably wearing dirty clothes. Like that's, that's the vibe <laughs> it gives you instead. Right? right. Yeah, I guess I don't. That I'd... second one sounds better. <laughs> it sounds fun. It does. It's a little wild. Maybe that's because just because my wife has her shit together. Yeah. <laughs> Boring. You just want you want a you want a, uh, a more slovenly woman. Yeah, just just someone who's just a disaster area. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just someone who lives in the lives in the uh, magma radius of a volcano, but ain't moving for nothing. You uh, you want you want like a female pig pin with a cloud of dust <laughs> perpetually around her. You yeah. want a manic pixie dream girl. I feel like. Yeah, just yeah. a mad woman. I think ever do people really still like those manic pixie dream girls that they so. that they made in those movies? I don't think so. Those yeah, I think I think if you, I, think, <laughs> I mean yes, no. I think if you have, I mean they bother me also. Don't get me wrong, but the the, want, the appeal that was once there remains. You yeah. want Zach Braff to make up a girl for you, and that's the girl you want. Let's do this, Braff. I think if you once you have dated the manic <laughs> the, the manic pixie dream girl and realized what a handful she is, yeah. that appeal goes away real fast. Yeah. I just want a Laura Dern type now, honestly. <laughs> I just want a nice Laura Dern. Solid. I want her to be in some khaki shorts, some nice exactly Jurassic Park Laura yeah. Dern. I'm talking yeah, about specifically. Sure. Yeah, no, no. I feel like I feel La- like Laura Linney. Laura Linney, sure. I'm Abs- looking for a Laura Linney. Yeah. Just a Laura is any Laura. No Helen Hunt. Is that too far? Mm-hmm. Helen Hunt's a little far. Helen Hunt's a little far. far. I don't she know. Seems Hunt mean. still looks good. Hunt still looks she good. She does look. She's very beautiful. Hunt looks very good. She's got a weird vibe in where you're yeah. like, in real life, that woman is is a sourpuss. She's mm-hmm. a boring human being, I bet. Is she, is she one letter away from the C word? Oh. Helen. Kellen oh, Hunt? I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, not going to say that. On the topic of celebrity crushes, uh, I was I was with some friends and I was telling them how it is – this has come up on the show before. Like when you watch a show and you get a crush on one of the actors and it gets to the point where it's a little uncomfortable to watch the show. Talking about Natalie from Sports Night? Yeah, Natalie from Sports Night, a, uh, a April from Parks and Rec, uh, mm-hmm. you know, all the all the, all the, all the and uh, – I was saying in this group that it has gotten to that point with me and Vanessa Bayer from Saturday Night Live to where I am, you know, I, I, I just like her and think she's so hilarious. And now I'm like, now I'm grumpy when I'm watching the show. Because you picture your lives together and be so beautiful. Right. I know. Yeah. And we're on opposite coasts. There's no way we're running into each does other. It not help, does it not help, too, that she's a real human being instead of like like April Richardson, who's not a real Human being, Does that help? Yeah, like would she's you, a hologram. Would it yeah. be possible for you to have fallen in love with the Kristen Wiig target lady? Oh, right. No, well, that's more of like a 
you know, that's more like a one and done situation. Right. <laughs> sure. <You know? laughs> I like a little roll in the hay, but I'm not going to, you know, I'm, not, I'm changing my Facebook status for Target Lady. You wouldn't kick Debbie Downer out of bed. <laughs> no. Uh-uh. Lady Conehead. <laughs> sure. Jane Curtin. Jane Curtin as, as Lady on. Conehead. Oh, what God? What were their names? I don't know. Beldar. Beldar and Malmac. Oh, yeah. No, Malmac's where Malmac. Alpha's from. Melmac, that's where Alf is from. It's also a type of dishes. I would also fuck the planet that Alf is from. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, and then someone in the group was like, oh, I don't, I guess I don't really, they didn't know who they were talking, how I was talking about. So they Google image searched her and held up a picture and you're like, Jordan, this is just a female you. <gasps> looks wise. And I realized I had never seen her without a wig on. And she does have kind of my hair and kind of a cherubic face. So and maybe I'm like, it'll work. I'm gross. I felt <laughs> gross that I was attracted to a, a version of myself. No, the best couples are the ones that look alike. No, oh, yeah, you're yeah. thinking of you're thinking of uh, old ladies and their pets. Maybe, but also old ladies and their and their psychotic. Old husbands. Yeah. Well, there's plenty of research that indicates that you're more likely to be attracted to someone who looks like a parental figure. So, given that your mom gave you at least half of your genes, sure, then you're probably attracted to someone if you don't hate you your mom. Shoplifted the other half of your genes. I did. <laughs> sure, yeah. Where she got them? I don't From know where she Pac got Sun. them. Sun. <laughs> All right, they're Hurley genes. Yeah. <laughs> I have one. Uh, I have one X chromosome and one Volcom symbol. <laughs> Stussy. So yeah, once in way, I'm one. St- uh, oh God, the Stussy. That's called something, isn't it? The Stussy Rock, the Stussy oh, Diamond. I don't know. It's anyway. been a long time since I lived in Orange County. Fun to drunch. You lived in Orange. I grew up in Orange County. So did I. Yeah, look at that. Gross. Sucks. Yeah. Sucks. Mm. Shitty place. Where in Orange County are you from? Mission Viejo. I don't know. What does that mean? That means you're right next door to where I'm from. Irvine. You guys sound yeah. ex- nice. thrilled about it. Oh. Did you grow up at the Irvine Spectrum? That came later. You grew up in the beanbag store, right? That only sells. The glow-in-the-dark stuff store? The store that only sells glow-in-the-dark stuff. Is that where you grow up? That's I grew up inside of that. The sword store? Yeah, I have. I glow-in-the-dark. Did you go to high school at the sword store? No. <laughs> <sighs> That's all I know about Orange County. We should clarify for our audience yeah. that uh, Jordan grew up in Orange County, whereas my grandparents lived in Orange County when they were still alive, and I used to visit them sometimes, and the only thing to do was go to the Irvine Spectrum, an insane outdoor mall, to go to a movie. Ugh. I have a question. Please. Do you remember uh, Lion Country Safari from when you were a kid? Yes, I do. It was next to Wild Rivers, the yeah, water park. It was, it's like now the Irvine Amphitheater or whatever. It's that, like the Verizon Wild. But it used to be this yeah. like this like um, wild encampment where you'd get like just drive through lions in your car, you know, and then they'd, what? It, and then they'd like come up to you. In your Irvine? Car. Yeah, in Irvine. It was called, and I was just, it, they closed it when I was five because someone got killed by a lion. <laughs> yes. So the, the yeah, Lion happen. Country Safari like just sent chills like that name since always in and nobody else knows did about you have it. nightmares about the lion country so far probably i wonder if there's any vhs tape that someone's uploaded <gasps> to the youtubes of like our trip to Lion, you know before yeah. someone got murdered right by a lion. well it had to be a like or a fucking snuff tape yeah, <sighs> just someone Sweet getting consumed by a lion near a water slide, <laughs> and then thrown down a water slide. I did go. Somebody's like, "Don't worry, honey. I got a sword at the sword store. <laughs> yeah, I can do this." I, right. I do. Yeah, it was. I did go to the Wild Rivers, the water park, a lot. Mm-hmm. We used to get like a like a summer pass during a summer vacay, and they just drop us off at Wild Rivers. It's fun how much more dangerous the eighties were. 
I like a. Se- I, I I think the world needs more semi-abandoned amusement parks. Yeah. Oh, I agree. That's I a magical place. Yeah. Allie and the- I found an abandoned uh, miniature golf course in Long Beach. Cool. Yeah. We almost got stabbed by uh, someone in the homeless encampment there, and then we found a six-inch knife on the ground, and then we drove away real fast. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, let's go through this fence. You only play, what did you play? Nine holes instead of 18? <laughs> Is that what we're saying here? No, we should have had golf clubs, though, because it was, it was creepy down there. But mm-hmm. yeah, I'm all for abandoned amusement parks. Me too. I really, I, if you escape the homeless man, you actually win a free round of golf. <laughs> you know what you got to watch out for, though, at those abandoned amusement parks? Hmm. Ghosts! <laughs> don't start with me. I believe, do you believe in ghosts? Of course, I don't believe in ghosts. <laughs> Why you said that as though? I'm an adult Wait, man. And 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 Jesse, I, I don't I don't mean to correct you, but you said go o o o. I think yeah. you're you mispronounced go 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 ghosts. Oh, oh yeah. sorry, well, that's okay. I mean, I don't mean to be that guy. I don't no, mean you're, to be no, like. No, but you're a thousand percent correct. Sure. In the scuba verse, it's pronounced go 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 ghosts. Go o o o is when you're happy to see the ghosts. Go 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 ghosts. Like if you're at a ghost sweet sixteen party or quinceanera. Sure. Go o o o And then you try and hug the ghost, but then your hands go right through it. It's electric. Do you believe in ghosts? I no, I don't believe in ghosts. Do you believe in ghosts? I totally believe in ghosts. Why do you Fight believe in ghosts? This. Because because there's all those reality shows devoted to people hunting them. Do you no, believe in ghost them. detectors? No, I, I watch it seldomly. Uh, that would be ridiculous but if you believed I, in ghost detectors. Well, I believe in ghosts because I believe that we don't know anything about science. And so I believe that we know a lot <laughs> about science. We know a science. pretty good amount really about science. We really don't know Some that much about, about science. science. We know how to make post-it notes. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Allie and I argue about this point. Post-it ghost. notes? No. Because they stick on – you can stick them on something. I They're I sticky but also notes. removable. And they do not leave a residue. Like ghosts. <laughs> do you actually know how it uh, – To be fair, ghosts leave ectoplasm. I know. That's, right. Yeah, they do leave was, a residue. I was wrong do you, Are you suggesting that they use some sort of dark magic? No. <laughs> They ghost and that post-it notes do. Yeah, absolutely. I think that they have a. I think that they bond. They make. They form a spiritual bond. 3M <laughs> is Minnesota papers. magic and yeah. manufacturing. It's the Illuminati. They're pa, all pa, just pa, in there. post-it notes. <laughs> That's when you're afraid. Okay, of a so why do? So let's talk about ghosts for a second. What leads you to believe in ghosts? Because I feel like there's so much that we don't know. That there's a possi- that probably ghosts are real. That probably ghosts are real, and they want to hurt us. <laughs> no, I <laughs> Allie thinks they put their junk in your face. All I the think time. they ghosts rub their junk in your face, and they laugh about it so hard, and you're like, oh, what is just this? because that's what you would do if you were a ghost <laughs> yeah. Yeah. doesn't mean that's evidence that ghosts exist. I would dangle my ghost dong in your face, just <laughs> and I would laugh. But ghosts, I feel- ghosts have the attitude of uh, Kevin's brother from the Wonder Years. Is what oh, you're saying? Oh, yeah. yes, they really, really they do. That kind but more of spectral. Yeah, right. Sure. They're they're astral assholes. But you've never seen a ghost. You know, you've never had a ghost experience. No, although, I guess like when someone has a, has had a ghost experience that they really genuinely believe. I'm like, okay, I guess you mm-hmm. believe in ghosts. But not having one, I guess, is where the Georgia, disconnect happens for me. Georgia's had a ghost experience, and she still doesn't believe in ghosts. I live in a haunted building. What's going on there? Well, do you live in the Winchester mystery spot? <laughs> I do. <laughs> a lot of stairways to nowhere. Yeah, I just uh, I keep yeah I keep building. It's actually not that different from the Winchester mystery. Like it's a creepy old Art Deco beautiful building. Both yeah. were built by turn of the century mad people yeah. whose husbands died and yeah. they inherited all their money. And they thought they were being haunted. Mm-hmm. What's the most haunted thing that's happened in your apartment? Well, my neighbor. I have a friend who used to live in the unit next door, and he uh, he had like a 
he had an auto harp on the wall that would sometimes play itself. And I know it's in a call an auto harp. Right? <laughs> joke. And also he he and his fiance were in the main room and then they he heard bang, 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 bang. And they were like, what the so fuck happened in the bathroom? Three candles that were like near the bathtub crashed into the tub. And then the glass that was in the uh, in a framed picture above the tub had shattered. But the frame was still on the wall. And he other things would happen. He would uh, things would get misplaced in weird places. He thought he saw something in the hallway once. For a while, my apartment always smelled like kimchi. Well. But it turned out that my neighbors were Korean. <laughs> That was the You're saying that there, they we were have Koreans making, in the building. Making kimchi. Well, I'm just saying sometimes there's a simple explanation, like your neighbors are Korean. <laughs> I, that's what I go for. Is it's like uh, there's not enough evidence, and it's it, the most obvious answer is usually the answer to, and it's not. And ghost is never the most obvious answer. Yeah. Well, I think tiny I think, earthquake. Tiny earthquake. Well, okay, you're here one second, and then I shoot you with a gun in the heart. And doesn't then you tiny go earthquake away. mean orgasm? Oh, it's a it's a popular Tori Amos album <laughs> about <laughs> orgasms. Yeah. Uh, wait. So you're okay? Yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe our maybe our electoral field. That's what I'm saying. Electoral. I'm not saying I'm a ghost. You're saying electoral fields. I'm saying that there's an energy that maybe was in people. I think you that actually kind of believe in like I'm married. I think you believe well, in that too. I think that <laughs> I wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> I think it's funny that I, we can send a text message. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Would an old-timey ghost... This is a serious question about ghosts. Oh, dear. Would an old-timey ghost wear... Would they change up their outfit? No. Or would they keep wearing their old-timey outfit? Old-timey. So is it a ghost outfit? Does a outfit die, too? No, they should be naked, to be honest. They're probably wearing their favorite outfit. It's easier for them to put their balls in your face. (laughs) Absolutely, yeah. You don't have to unzip your ghost trousers. There's no cumbersome bloomers. (laughs) (laughs) Crenolins. Another another thing, R.E. hauntings, is I feel like everybody always sees the little girl in the Victorian dress, the man in the top hat, the woman in the, the you know, the woman in the wedding dress. Where's just like... Caveman. Caveman. Or the girl in the leg warmers. Yeah. Why sure. Yeah. Some, some, by caveman? some dick from the 80s in like yeah. OP shirts. Yeah. Like where, where's that ghost? Or the guy in the flannel. Yeah. yeah. Where's the Oakley, Oakley frog glasses guy? <laughs> <laughs> Got any blow? Blow. What about a guy who comes in and haunts you in a Fido Dido t-shirt? Goosebumps. I want a crystal Pepsi. <laughs> and then you're on a quest to find like the last remaining yeah. six pack of crystal that's Pepsi. That's the only way he'll leave you alone. To be fair, exists? if he's wearing a Fido Dido t-shirt, he's looking for seven up. Sure. Sorry. Do you think that anyone has a six pack of crystal Pepsi somewhere yes. on Earth on the global? I bet Earth? if we went on eBay, it would be like there would be a guy where could probably get one for like three hundred bucks. Don't those or something. explode though? Crystal Pepsi. I think if you leave them in the freezer. Our producer, Brian, right now he's on eBay looking he for is. Crystal Pepsi. Oh, that's why you get a producer. Yeah, that's the whole point of having a producer. If a ghost in a Fido <laughs> Dino t-shirt comes up to you. Yeah, I guess, I guess I would believe in ghosts more if the stories about them weren't always romantic and interesting. I guess if someone just like some guy was haunting them in regular clothes, I'd be like, okay, well, that's, you wouldn't make that up. That's dumb. So. I think that's creepier if he was, if he was just in like uh, skinny jeans and, and like his thing and is Chuck Taylors. You'd be like, oh, get out of my house. <laughs> just the guy who died in 2002. Yeah. <laughs> like that to me is, is creepier. The, the haunting of Williamsburg. <laughs> the little, his, his, he has a phantom mustache that just floats about the room. The you guys Lake are gonna love Vampire Week. We're over them. <laughs> Ghost. The Silver Lake Spectrum. Spe- 
Spectral. 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 Yeah. Specter. 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 The Silver Lake Spectrum is the big outdoor mall where you get uh, top hats and fixed gear bikes. (laughs) I am haunted by that. Artisanal coffee. Brian, what's the word on Crystal Pepsis? 15 bucks for a can of Crystal Pepsi, Brian says. What's a six-pack going for? Are there any Sixers there? Yeah, do we get a discount? No Sixers. Wow. No Sixers available. You're going to have to put your collection together piecemeal. One at a time, 15 bucks. Speaking of silver, silver lakery, I bet that would go over really well at some like fancy cocktail bar. It's like, oh, it's twenty bucks for a vodka and crystal Pepsi. Oh my god, that oh, would those work. guys would clean up. That would be great. I, I served kind of in feel a rock like crystal glass. Right. Yeah. We might steal that. Yeah, Sorry. we might steal that. Sorry. Oh, oh, that's right. You guys, you guys. We make are cocktails. The cocktail show. Yeah. We make abominable cocktails yeah. at times. We make really good ones, but sometimes you gotta. Hit me with a and the, it's the Sometimes new Red Bull. Put a, a new Red Bull. A chicken nugget on the rim of a cocktail. Let's okay. Let's take this moment. Let's take us moment for a little bit of education here. Number one, what is a really gross cocktail that you've made that people should not make at home? They should just watch you make it and have it let it allow it to amuse them. One. Do you want to say it on three? Do you know what I think? Wait, one that we've actually made before? Yeah. Okay. We'll see if one, two, two three. three. Umami elixir. Shit. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's what you were going to say. You're right. She's right. She, I'm wrong. She's right. What, Allie's right. What? What is it? What's the, what did you one, guys agree on? One, two, th- ham daiquiri. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> we made a ham daiquiri. I love that we differed in opinions on that. Because Actually, that's my so one. I, I like the one that I said, too. Georgia, you, like, Georgia likes the, um, the garlic-infused vodka, truffle oil, and, uh, and dry vermouth. An anchovy. An anchovy. I found it disgusting. But, but we did make a blended ham cocktail. Yeah. Blended? Mm-hmm. Why? Chunky. It was a challenge. Why not? Yeah. It was a challenge. But we we also, we had like a blender, George's like antique blender from 1964, which barely, barely like tore the ham it apart. It like hugged the ham <laughs> lightly. It, was it very, just jostled the ham. Yeah. yeah. You don't want a jostled ham. No. It was chewy. It was pulpy. Yeah. What's worked? What's worked? You say... Garlic and anchovy, you enjoy. I like that. Mm-hmm. Ali didn't like that as much. What's your favorite, Ali? I think one of my favorite cocktails we've made is I really like old fashioned. So we made uh, we made like a based on that we made one with a uh, five spice, which is a Chinese five spice blend they use to cook duck. But it's like a star star cloves, Szechuan pepper. Anyway, yeah. really good. So we did that and made uh, it a simple syrup. Made a simple syrup and made that with rum and a kumquat. It was fucking good. And I like the we made a chocolate cherry sriracha cocktail once yeah. that I really liked. You know, it's Pop, such yeah. It's such a you know, it's such a such a kind of a dopey foodie trend to add sriracha to everything. I'm okay with it. Go ahead and do it. That shit's delicious. Thank you. I love it. Thank it's you for yeah, anytime something is like infused with sriracha, I'm like, this is a little dopey, but I kind of want this more now. Wait, isn't yeah. Lay's doing that right now? Lay's potato. Yeah, there's a having, sriracha how chip. How are those sriracha chips? I haven't had them. They also have a chicken and waffles I know, chip. I want to try those. It's like that doesn't sound very good. Probably not. Apparently, it tastes like chicken and waffles. Yeah, that sounds terrible on a chip. <laughs> you don't like chicken and waffles and potatoes? I would eat the chicken or the waffles, but I wouldn't want them merged into one thing. I think you a have a. Maple. I would eat them together on a plate. I don't have a beef with chicken and waffles. The dish. No, I just don't, don't want them averaged. You know sure. what I'm saying? I don't want... You don't want the mean. Yeah, I don't want the mean of those three things infused into a potato. I think that's fair, but too bad because they made them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jesse. <laughs> I know you, lobby, you lobbied pretty hard against uh, the Lay's Corporation. <laughs> what can I do? We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Love, 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 love. 
It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Georgia Hartstark, the kid. Allie Ward, charming disappointment. <laughs> hey, Jordan, did yes. you hear about uh, the great success of this week for BoatParty.biz? Oh, you, t- you took down McGrath. We took down McGrath, my friends. Okay, so here's the deal. I, at MaximumFun.org, we are putting on an amazing boat cruise. Uh, it's out of Miami this fall. It features basically the most amazing lineup of comedians and musicians ever, including, uh, well, it's John Darnell of the Mountain Goats, uh, Nellie Mackay, our friend John Roderick from uh, The Long Winters, uh, Kurt and Kristen, uh, Kristen Shaw and Kurt Brownaller, uh, Al Madrigal, Mark Marin, Eugene Merman. Uh, the list goes on and on. So we launched this thing, which is called the Atlantic Ocean Comedy and Music Festival, a.k.a. BoatParty.biz. And in our FAQ, we highlighted, does this cruise have a rival cruise? We said, yes, the Mark McGrath and Friends cruise featuring Smash Mouth Jesus. would be our rival cruise in that we would essentially get them in their sights and get them in our sights and take them down. Two days after we launched this effort, two short days, guess who folded like a cheap fucking card table? No. Yeah. You'll know him by his frosted tips. Uh, his name is Mr. Mark McGrath. Well, I think now, you know, there's a lot of orphan bands looking yeah. for a cruise. I mean, do Should we you pick up pick... a Spin Doctors? I don't know. Should it depends we on how add much... a Gin Blossoms? Depends on how much the original lineup is there. I'm saying 75% or more. Grab the gin blossoms. You know what? One of the advantages of getting the gin blossoms on the show would be that it would upset Mark McGrath because, you know, hey, jealousy. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, boo. Yeah, boo. Anyway, we, we took down McGrath in two days. We've also already, already, in the like three days since we've announced the cruise when we're recording this, We've already got we've already got like a, a seventy five or hundred people on the cruise. This thing is this thing is insane. We've been in the AV Club, Split Cider, Chortle.co.uk, which is the biggest comedy site in the UK, because wow. uh, of our, our buddy Josie Long is going to be on the cruise, a hilarious uh, British comedian. So look, I think the lesson, the take home lesson from this is you do not want to be our enemy. Okay, and the best way to ensure you're on the good list is get a ticket right now at BoatParty.biz or at least go there and check out the lineup, check out the ship, check out the shuffleboard contest, check out the KCRW DJ, check out all the cool stuff that is going to be on this cruise. That sounds really fun. Yeah, yeah it's going to be fun as shit. Can we come? Can what's we make cocktails, specialty cocktails on your cruise? You know what? It's funny that you mentioned that. At Max FunCon, we always have a uh, specialty cocktail maker on hand. Usually it's our friend Dr. Cocktail. Not trying to brag or anything. He has a doctorate in it. Um, but uh, unfortunately, on the ship, we're not allowed to make cocktails because they have to control the alcohol concession. Wow. I know. Isn't that a bummer? That's the one thing that I wish. But, you know, at the end of the day, like, it doesn't matter if you're drinking, you know, cruise ship Mai Tais. You get a little drunk and Dan Deacon comes on stage and starts bleeping and blooping. Pretty soon you're fucking dancing out of your head. <laughs> You know, one way or the other. One way or the fucking other. <laughs> Got it. One way or the other. What is the date, please, of the cruise? We're looking at uh, September 2013. September what are we, 14 through 17, is that right? 21 through 23. 
God damn it, Brian Fernandez. Get on this. Go to boatparty.biz. Now that we the Crystal Pepsi question. <laughs> well, hey, I can make it another announcement while Brian is looking that up. 13 through 16. September 13 through 16, 2013. Uh, and hey... Up on the Jumbotron, Alice Lee wants oh, us one of our uh, best fans. Wants us all to go to probablynever.com. It's a weekly email created by Alice Lee. Each Thursday, you get an essay, humor piece, or a short story directly to your inbox. One email a week, never more than a thousand words. Hopefully worth your time. You know what? You don't like it. You can just delete it. But in the meantime, go sign up for that shit because Alice is com. one of the top Max Funsters ever. Ever. I bet you'll love it. Probably never. Sorry, Cracksworth, but it's the truth. <laughs> We're looking at you, Love Rhino. These are people's <laughs> These forum. are people's I forum figured. names on our forum that, that we really like. We really like these people. Yeah, well, we'd pit them against each other in a sort of gladiatorial conflict if we had to. Of course. If it came down to yeah, it. Yeah, we just want to see some slow, mo- slow motion blood spray. And I'm at the end of the day, my money's on Alice because. Her special weapon is an ukulele. Hmm. She could fuck somebody up with that ukulele. Probablynever.com. If you want to get up on the Jumbotron, MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. If you want to get in on the boat party, go to boatparty.biz. We'll talk to you in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. La, 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 la. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Georgia Hardstark, Camel Toe. Allie Ward, grossed out. <laughs> By camel toes. Yes. Yeah. That's fair. That's gross. Hey, Jordan, so just, just for the benefit of, of the two of you ladies, last week on the program, we had a discussion about farms. And it led to the question of what animal would be the best animal to have on a farm that doesn't already live on a farm. Because I love farm animals, especially goats, who are the funniest animal on a farm and will eat anything. I suggested a giant tortoise, like an enormous one, the kind that's like the kind that you can measure with a yardstick. I'm kind of I'm kind of against these videos where a goat screams like a person. Oh my god! I don't like that either. I feel like it decutes the goat. I want to see in general. I, I mean, I guess I think the screams are pretty funny, but also I would rather the goat remain like a pristine animal that doesn't have a terrifying side. Anyway. I love them. I love them. You love the screaming It brings goats. humanity to the goats. <laughs> that, they, that they can experience terror. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. In an all too literal sense. We had some good suggestions on the forum. I really like some of the suggestions on the forum. Someone suggested to me that the answer was definitely a giraffe. I was just thinking that. Why would, now tell me what you're thinking was. Because if you live on like an apple orchard, you can like, they can grab the apples for you. Yes. <laughs> do you think they would give it to you or do you think they would just eat it for themselves? I'm sure you can train a giraffe. To give you the apple. Giraffes are smart animals. Look at those little horns they got on their head. That's true. <laughs> Too much brains. Smart. Those yeah. are little brain pockets. <laughs> poking I out. I thought they were antenna, like Martian antenna. Then they, uh-huh. they're getting signals that we can't pick up. Oh, yeah. You have ghost, a lot of you have signals. a lot of like predisposition <laughs> towards like conspiracy theories. You guys should not be on Food Network. You guys should be on Sci-Fi or something. Okay, Wait, let's get you guys it, on National Geographic it, late his, at night. Isn't History Channel all conspiracy theory stuff now? Yeah, yes. I think so. Yeah, you guys should be you guys should be hosting your own version of Ancient Aliens, but it's about giraffes getting signals and ghosts. In skinny Put, jeans. Putting, I, putting their balls in your face. <laughs> I am totally blah, into blah, that blah, idea. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's 2014. That's planned 20, 2014. Yeah, we're going to take over Don Wildman's position. You know what? Yeah. This other show that you're doing, you should plan for it to run more than a year. I don't mean to be rude. 
<laughs> we'll multitask. We're modest girls. We'll multitask, and then we'll take some time off for a boat cruise. Yeah. Okay. Giraffe is a good idea. Mm-hmm. Do you have an idea for what? Um, I was going to say I heard of sugar gliders, just because I think that they <sighs> oh, would be adorable. That's a really cute animal. One to beat. That's yeah. the one to beat. Do they hurt? Are they in herds? No, but I think that they, in Flock? a domesticated situation, they would band together. <laughs> I think they would too. I think, but I think that they could get a lot done. Sure. And also, if you had a sugar cane field, I think that they would be really uh, adept at going in between the rows, yeah, just checking up on stuff. Sure. Mm-hmm. So you think they would kind of be the overseers? Yeah, I think that they would be like benign, tiny crusaders. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think so too. I agree. I, I would uh, wholeheartedly. Have, sugar glider, one to beat. I would have a favorite though, and he would hang out in my overall pocket. Like, <laughs> it's you and me, Woodrow. Sure. <gasps> oh, his name is Woodrow. That's and then so you go cute. on an adventure uh, in, on the high seas we together. Might. We might. Does Maybe he have an just... eye patch? Can he have an eye patch? No, he's got both eyes, but he could wear one for Halloween. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he we celebrate stuff together. Well, you guys, yeah. I think should have a joint costume. Can I, I say? Think you guys should... I'll be the parrot, and he'll be the pirate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to be rude, you guys, but someone on our forum whose message board name is Nscranor uh, has ha- suggested giraffe, had some reasons. But before I get into the reasons, I want to establish Nscranor's cre- uh, credibility here. Uh, runs a website called RateEveryAnimal.com. Oh, well. Well, I mean. That means I was right, I think. Um, the, okay, so uh, – says the stubby little horns, which are called ossicones, learns to walk just hours after birth, has a prehensile and blue tongue. Now, the sugar glider actually flies out of the mother's <laughs> vagina. It starts sailing on the breeze as soon as it gets out. That's it, true. It's like a rocket. It's like a bullet out of a gun. A, just... sugar gl- a baby sugar glider out of a mama sugar glider. Someone suggests like a cannonball. A carousel. Which is like a little bit bigger than a serval mm-hmm. and doesn't have spots but has tufted ears. Yeah. All right. I, I'm looking yeah. at it. I would say just go with a serval. I mean, it's a beautiful creature. Don't get me sure. wrong. It looks a little bit like a jackalope with a cat head. Mm-hmm. Oh, hmm. that sounds adorable. Um, but it's it's pretty, pretty solid. Oh, uh, bear cats, a.k.a. binturongs. Hmm. Those are like civets that don't poop gourmet coffee. <laughs> I don't understand any of that. Yeah, Civets eat coffee beans and then poop them out, and that yep. makes them really special coffee beans. They're like yep. super expensive. Really? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Really? Co- How do you? Co-feces. So someone sorts through the poop. Get it? Coffee yep. Who, I think Cappy. No, it's good. It was fun. Capybaras. Yeah. That's a pretty compelling. That's the world's largest rodent. Oh, I don't think you. But the thing is, you don't want an omnivore or a carnivore on. On your farm, you need an you need an herbivore, or else you're gonna you've got a hen house to take care of. You don't uh, you don't want to invite a yeah. predator onto your farm. You think a capybara could take a hen in a fight? I don't think so. It's too sweet. Hens are very maternal. They I don't think they fight very much. You can eat the capybara if you need to, like they do in South America. Ah, but it's mm. tough meat. It is, but you stew it. No, mm-hmm. oh. cook it low and slow. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so you guys are food personalities. Nice, you know nice about syrup. low and slow. Yeah. yeah, you braise wild animals. <laughs> Yeah. As much as you, you gotta can. braise your game so it's not so gamey. <laughs> what you do is you is you is you cut off the capybara's ear. Oh. You 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 hold it under a lighter and then you rub it around the rim of your whiskey glass. Oh yeah, it's oh. called a capybara. Giant old ice cube. Yeah, artisan giant ice, ice cube. You need artisan ice cubes. Yeah. I'd like to see you guys make a capybara 
themed cocktail. I don't think we would have. I think we'd. I think it would be a cappy bar. We'd open the cappy oh, bar. Oh right, sure. yeah, sure, sure, sure. And then we'd be all cappy bar drinks. Uh, yeah. Then we close. Then we close because we would be our only patrons. We got a call. We got a call. Someone suggested. Uh, someone suggested an animal. Brian, run that call for us. This is Jim from Jersey calling in. Re the new farm animal. My proposal is that of the red panda. Mm. You think about it. Okay. We currently live in a world where cats are no longer pets, but rather a means of internet fame. <laughs> and let's let's think about it. You know, red panda videos are probably the only thing that are like cuter than cats. But since they're so rare, you just don't see them that often. Also, I think it'd be kind of cool to break the Chinese monopoly on them. So, hey, I call for internet fame. No, I think that's Red interesting. Panda, Farm 2.0. I think Get this it has, farmer. and I like it because it has a jingoistic quality to it. <laughs> Taking down the Chinese. I always <laughs> like a jingoistic quality. If you yeah. can bring an appeal to patriotism into any argument, it makes it stronger why as far as I'm concerned. Why should the Chinese have all the pandas? Yeah. Why are they holding, hoarding them to themselves? Oh, and why are these pandas still communists? And why do their <laughs> eyes look different from mine? Oh, no. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! Slow down. Are we? Is, can we get? We can get racist. Mm-hmm. No, we don't get racist. Okay. Only no. against uh, marsupials. Let's okay. call them ginger pandas and let's breed them and sell them to sure. people pandas, in yeah. wealthier parts you of know Dubai what? and Santa Monica. <laughs> you know what I say? I say we cross them with poodles. Oh, I want. I, <laughs> then I we can those. sell them to you. Cross something with a poodle, then you can sell it to anybody. Red right. bandoodles. Oh, yeah, red band pan doodle. Red pan. Yeah, pan doodle. They're really yeah. smart. Red Pandoodle. Yeah, I already, I wa- already want on this waiting. What list about poodles? <laughs> Should we just put poodles on this farm? Poodles are pretty great. Like yeah, elaborately sure. quaffed poodles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Those kind of competitive poodles, the kind where it make they make them look like a teenage mutant ninja Allie turtle. Allie was just showing me photos. Just uh, there was actually a photo. I would like any listener right now if they can Google. Um, uh, poodle that looks like a chicken because it was, <laughs> it's for real it's it's legit there's a someone out there i got a bug in them to make a poodle into a rooster there's one that's a, a buffalo there's what, one that looks like a bison they're horrifying what if what if you had an entire farm and instead of farm animals <laughs> brian looked it up and now he's laughing uncontrollably. <laughs> if instead of farm animals you replace them with poodles Quaffed to be like the farm animal. Quaffed to be like the farm animal. So you have an area of poodle steer. Well, I think... You have some (laughs) poodle sheep. And they do all the the necessary farm work. They do it. And Yeah, you have a poodle sheep dog herding the poodle sheep. The meat's okay. The marbling is fair. Decent. Well, I mean, same problem with the poodle with the capybara. Tough meat, but then you just make a stoodle. Oh, my God. We'll be back in just a second. I'm joining Jesse Go. Hey guys, uh, Jordan Morris breaking in here real quick with a very important message about the future of podcasting. Uh, Podcasters are currently under attack from a patent troll called Personal Audio. And what a patent troll is, is it's someone who buys up a questionable patent and then sues everybody involved. And there is currently a company doing that to podcasters. Now, if you want to help us out, uh, there is something called the Shield Act. 
that is currently pending before Congress, and we want you to write your representative and tell them that you support the SHIELD Act. How you can do that, you can go to EFF.org slash SHIELD. There's a really easy form letter there to tell your representatives that you want to put a stop to patent trolls. Uh, Please, uh, if you love podcasts, if you love independent businesses, if you love independent media, uh, it's it's a really quick and easy way to help us out. It makes a ton of difference. EFF.org slash SHIELD. Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. I'm Jordan, I'm just here. I'm Allie. I'm watching her be here. You guys, that's fun. Is that okay? You know, I mean, it's nice. It's fun. It's chill. Okay. Can I ask you a question? Please. Why is 49ers... Former 49ers tight end Brent Jones have such an enormous house in Danville. And also, why do I still look at the San Francisco Chronicle online when I've been living in Los Angeles for seven years? Uh, I don't know the answer to either of those questions. Neither do I. That's why I asked. Yeah. Sorry. I got nothing for you. $8 million. That's what it cost to buy. Brent Jones was a good football player, but I mean, the guy's an all pro, but he's not a superstar. Yeah. I mean, don't know. I mean, I mean, I I just recently watched that uh, thirty for thirty documentary about why uh, sports players lose all their money. Uh huh. So I basically am surprised that there's one still with his money. Because, why do they lose all their money? Uh, because of um, oh, because bad of, investments. Well, I was gonna say there's a website called findaballer.com. Uh huh. And the premise of findaballer.com is women signed up for this, and then when a baller is spotted, all the women who have signed up get a text message, and then they all come and try and get impregnated by the baller. Are you blaming a guy losing all of his money on a woman? That's I'm a little blaming findaballer.com. <laughs> I'm blaming a website. I'm blaming Brent Jones, former tight end for the glory yeah. years, 1980s, San Francisco oh, well, 49ers. Oh, well, that's, that's why he has all his money is because... To a lesser was... extent, I blame fullback Tom Rathman, mm-hmm. but... Both of them. I'm no sports psychologist, but I have to say people who have excelled in professional sports probably have a predisposition for impulse control problems, mm. aggression, possibly drug abuse. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and great investments. Great investments. Mm-hmm. And maybe maybe there's a narcissistic quality. So maybe maybe they do themselves in instead of their horrible, horrible wives that they find. Online. You know what? <laughs> I'm really great at sports and I, none of those apply to me. How, are you $8 million house in Danville great at sports? I'm not even an all-pro. The honest truth is I'm not even an all-pro. The, the best I ever got was second team. So so don't hate on them. They're going <sighs> to waste their money big time. But I don't know why you still read the Chronicle. I mean, I get that. I think maybe do you have attachment issues to the Bay Area? I'm from there. It's weird that you were from Orange County. And yeah. Jordan, and you two were from the Bay Area. Where from the Bay Area? Where in the Bay Area are you from? I was born in the city. Uh-huh. We lived in Daly City. And then we sort of ping-ponged around... Uh, Bay Area, but nine two five. I went to school in Orinda. It oh, had a Latin, had a Latin program. My parents rented a house within the school district, and then they moved the day that I graduated. Uh, everyone had gold. <laughs> you just you made a we beat the system face because you <laughs> yeah. grew up in Orinda, <laughs> the worst place in America. I'm sure it's very Orinda. Nice. Orinda is perfectly pleasant. I'm no, Orinda. Sure. They um they had uh, there was a stabbing where a cheerleader stabbed another cheerleader, and then they made a Tory Spelling movie about it. Oh. <laughs> a friend to die for. That's that so cool. Fun. Yeah, it sounds fun. Let's get to our fucking calls. When something momentous happens, we ask that you give us a call at two zero six. 
984-4-FUN. Put it in your fucking phone so you don't have to remember it. Don't be an idiot, America. Some of you have done so. Brian Fernandez will share them with us now. This is Jessica Reedy in Portland, Oregon, and I'm calling with a major momentous occasion. I just attended my first burlesque show, and it was a Weird Al-themed burlesque show. I just felt like I needed to call it and share. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. Wow. That's so cool. <laughs> That's yeah. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10 Portland points? Yes. <laughs> a Weird Al-themed burlesque show. Mm-hmm. They got it all on UHF, I guess. <sighs> yes, they do. Weird Al-themed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. Weird Al or Weird Owl? I heard Owl. No, no. Weird Al. Ah! How did you guys remain so calm? No, I heard owl-themed burlesque show. I'm like, oh yeah, Portland. I mean, sure, no, love fucking weird owl. I'm so still cool. absorbing it. Wow, Yankovic. I, you know, I'm just top of my head. Kind of, kind of, kind of want to see the the woman who danced to fat. <laughs> oh, I was thinking, eat it. Yeah, yeah, eat it. Sure, a lot of props. Jordan, wonder... are you erect right now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if. I'm, and I'm, I'm just humming the white stuff in my head over and over again. Um, yeah. Boy, Weird Al themed? So what do we got? We got Sexy Amish, Sexy Amish Paradise. Mm-hmm. Sure. Maybe Sexy Kurt Cobain. Sexy Bus Passengers. For another one who rides the bus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would like it if it was all Weird Al originals, not the parodies. Like, you have Dare to be Stupid, Horoscope uh-huh. Song, My Baby's in Love with Eddie Vedder. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Like, oh, no, we're not doing the parodies. They're like Weird Al snobs. <gasps> yeah. Just the real shit. What? We need to go to Portland next season Absolutely. for our travel show. Absolutely. And we have to go to this. We're going. Yeah. We're going to perform do you guys, do, would you guys? Do you guys have favorite Weird Al songs that you'd like to see acted out sexually? I think just fat from when I was like, you know, that, that was so, I think it changed everything when I heard it. And I was like, oh, this is a joke. I love it. It's so funny to make fun of things. And I, I was, I was, I was actually. This came up uh, the other day for me. I am part of a group of guys that uh, knew the Weird Al versions of songs before we knew the original versions. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> like definitely like the White Stuff and uh, like Bohemian Rhapsody, uh, <laughs> which was the Bohemian Polka. Like just knowing those songs first and laughing at them, and then like finding the popular music version of them. And realizing that it's even more brilliant than you thought it was. Right. Well, less funny, less weird. We so I liked co- it less. We served cocktails at Comedy Bang Bang Christmas pageant like two years ago, and we were like carrying all our stuff in, and they were um, they were like doing a warm-up of Weird Al, and I'm walking up the aisle of the theater, and he's walking down it <coughs> towards me singing a song, and he looks at me and smiles and waves at me and walks by me while he's, uh, Weird Al is singing, and I, I started almost started crying. And oh, I wow. called my brother immediately. I was like, you don't even know what just happened to me. Well, I mean, you probably went to see him all the time at the Orange County Fair probably, as a kid. yeah. I was obsessed as I with did. him. Was... I went to his house one time. No big deal. What? NBD. What was the occasion? I was interviewing him for my public radio program. Uh, he is as cordial and pleasant a host, uh, and so is his family. I'm, I met his wife and child and their dog. Um, just a bunch of really nice, pleasant people. Yeah. Can I bring it down for a sec? Don't talk yeah. about his parents. 
He is so lucky because his parents both died, but they died in the best way. Like his parents had uh, carbon monoxide poisoning. They There's both died. No best way. They died in the best way. He's very unlucky. You don't die no. of ghost ball suffocation. No, but think about that's it. That's the worst way. Ghost no, ball suffocation that's is horrible. A but no, but he's so lucky. His parents died in no pain and no suffering together in their sleep. Like no, 20 years before they no probably one, were supposed they to. They were older. No one had to miss each other. This is the worst thing anyone has ever said on our show. I think that, I People think have said some really way. horrible things on our show. I think that's the best way to die. I I'm glad you, you apologized before you said that, but it wasn't enough. Mm. I think if you chose that way, I totally agree with you. But if it just happened, it sucks. Well, what are the other, what, one of them gets hit by a bus and then the other gets, no, you know, know. breaks a hip and dies alone <laughs> four years later? That sucks. Yeah. Just go out in your sleep and you're like, hey, guess what? I never missed you because we died at the exact same time painlessly in a bed. And our son is the world's foremost song parodist. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I think that they had it pretty good. Someone's going to murder you. You know that. No, right? they don't have to haunt anyone because they're like, that was dope, you guys. <laughs> yeah, no dope. regrets. No regrets. They high fived as soon as they got to heaven because they're. Yeah, they were so like, can we, we, we? Let's take another call, please. I can't get go any further into this nightmare. Hey, Jordan. Hey, Jesse. Hey, guests. This is Nick from Denver calling with a momentous occasion. In a unprecedented fit of spontaneity, on about two minutes of discussion, my girlfriend and I just bought our tickets to the Atlantic Ocean Comedy Music Festival, or as I like to call it, Jordan Jesse Cruise. It'll be our first cruise, our first Maximum Fun event. We're very excited. It's You know, I we should correct him. The Jordan Jesse Cruise is a separate event where we get in our lowrider and drive really <laughs> slow downtown. Uh, Wait, then what do we call that thing where we go to the low bushes in Griffith Park and we suck closeted gay guys' dicks? I knew that's where that was. That's called time. Thursday night. <laughs> Thursday <laughs> night, baby. <laughs> uh. See, what I like about this guy who called in to plug the Atlantic Ocean Comedy Music <laughs> Festival slash BoatParty.biz, he knows how to pander. Panda right, and you can get on the air on your favorite podcast. Red Panda. <laughs> yeah. Remember, oh my God. remember Red Pandas I remember earlier? We were talking about Guys. that. I remember that. That's funny. That's funny. Red Pandering. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Anyway, let's take another call. Hey, JJ Go. This is Neil in New Mexico. Um, I had a, I'm not sure if it's a momentous occasion or a moment of shame, but um, earlier on, the cops called around to my house. And I was wondering what they wanted. He asked if he could step inside. For a second, I thought, oh, my God, something's happened to my girlfriend. But luckily, it was just about a report of my next-door neighbor, who apparently has a habit of sitting in his backyard in front of a mirror masturbating. So I just thought you guys would like to hear about that. Love the show. Thanks, guys. Bye. Wait, what? So the cops – why does this – why – can you get arrested for that? Apparently, you. what the cops do is they – Set up a two-way mirror. <laughs> they just let folks know. <laughs> they just keep people posted. Hey, if if you've ever wanted to see a guy jacking off in a backyard looking at himself in the mirror. Oh, he's in the backyard. That's a weird specific place to have to do that. Like in your bedroom, fine, but yeah, backyard. Well, I think that's the point. That other people could see you. Probably. Maybe they, maybe he. Or should. you like to look at. You also like to hear the bug zapper going off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Like some people like the scratch of an iguana mm. on a false log. Some people like the sounds of many moths being electrocuted. I do. I do love 
the sound of a bug zapper. I hate that bugs are dying, but it, it, it's nostalgic. It's, yeah, it's kind of soothing. I would masturbate in the backyard for that. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Near the slip and slide and the kiddie pool. and all the other Reminds you of Arinda. It does remind me saying? of all those, ni- all those nights in Arinda those, outside with a mirror. Those Arinda nights. <laughs> those Arinda nights. That was wild. That was the, wild if I knew how to say I masturbate in front of a mirror, therefore I am in Latin, yeah. mm-hmm. I would, now would be the moment to say it. Oh, I think If I, I had been saving that. it for the last 20 years of my life that was the, the perfect moment. That was the least successful Baywatch spinoff, right? Arinda nights. <laughs> <laughs> it was sexy and had supernatural elements, but also, you know. Locale, locale left something to be desired. Daily City Weekend was a show where just a group of Filipino teenagers go to the Jolly Bee. <laughs> nine oh nine was the nine oh two one zero spinoff, where yeah, everyone just uh, got into truck accidents. Everyone was racist and got into truck accidents. <laughs> right, just a guy, a guy getting a neck tattoo in real time. Pete, where, where a lot of people called Salvadorian Americans Mexicans. <laughs> <laughs> and made sure they weren't allowed in the front of the restaurant. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, that's racism. Yeah, Those, sa- These are the racisms. <laughs> I'm saying all California. because that exists. <laughs> um, do, we have, do we have any more calls? No more calls. Give us a call, 206-984-4FUN. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Georgia Hart Stark. Georgia Hart Stark. Allie Ward, Ginger Menace. Mm-hmm. How's that? I liked the kid before. The kid? I, thought I thought that might have been the strongest one of the yeah, whole yeah, program. For sure. I get nervous about nicknames, honestly. Don't. You guys did a great job the first time around. No need to, no need to mix it up. Lord knows we never have. So, yeah. Don't put that on Should your plate. Should we? Should we ever have changed? See, the problem is. Yeah. Sometimes I think I'd like to change my nickname. Me too. However, <laughs> I don't like how it automatically makes me low status. <laughs> um, I uh, my problem with changing the nickname is that I would then ha- like right now our nicknames are sort of vestigial, mm-hmm. like the stump of a tail on your tailbone. Problem is that if I change them, I would be recommitting myself to having given myself a ridiculous nickname. Right. It's either we lose the nicknames or or just keep the other ones. Yeah, I hear you. And you know what? I, I, was, a, um, I was a PA on the Ellen DeGeneres show uh, mm-hmm. on the season where she decided she didn't want to dance anymore. <gasps> decided she said, hey, I'm done with the dancing. Kind of a gimmick. Let's just not dance. She said at the top of the show, I've had a lot of fun dancing, but I think I don't want to dance. Uh, and as a PA, it was one of my uh, one of my jobs was to check the Ellen email and to kind of just go through it and give some producers the vibe of what was going on in the, you know, in the Ellen sphere, the online community surrounding Ellen. And so vicious and angry and and uh, rage-filled was the outcry that Ellen was not dancing anymore. Two weeks into it, they went back to dancing. Wow. Ugh. I I don't know. I don't I, I don't I don't know that our fans have that kind of rage in them, but I just I don't I don't 
need that kind of deluge in my life. I don't want to be a mystery disappearance on BoatParty.biz because I dropped my nickname. Sure. People are going to chuck you overboard. I say keep them. Yeah. Keep them? Yep. Do you think they're fun? Yeah. I think they're, they're like whimsical. Okay. They're whimsical. That's, that's fair. I think they suck. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, AV Club commenter. If you go overboard, though, maybe John Ronson will write a piece about you. Okay. In his next book. Now we're talking. If I can get Ronson on board. Yeah. That's the best. Ladies, you have this television program coming up. You have uh, internet activities. Let's give people a quick rundown. If they want to enjoy a ham cocktail, <laughs> what are some of the ways they can do it? Um, you could Bing or Google us. Uh, my name's Allie. It's A-L-I-E and Georgia, like the state. So that's the first step. Yeah, we have a podcast called Slumber Party with Allie and Georgia. Our TV show is going to be filmed <laughs> like in nine days. Yeah, we start shooting our, our first um, television show. We've been on the web for Cooking Channel for years, um, for two or three years, and doing shorts where we make cocktail videos and we go learn things. But we've, we've signed the paperwork on our first television series called The Allie and Georgia Show Yay! yesterday. Congratulations. You can find classy – you can go and find classy ladies with Allie and Georgia. That's our um, web series where we mm-hmm. have little shorts and stuff. Really but uh, The Allie and Georgia Show will be on Cooking Channel. It premieres in June. Mm. We'll be going all around the country, including Alaska yeah. and Miami and Vegas. And we go uh, – we'll be doing all kinds of uh, things. Then they'll be bleeping all kinds of cursing and <laughs> – sure. <laughs> In lovely dresses and eating and drinking things. And then... Uh, You'll be put bleeping up... your dresses? <laughs> we have... The dress just says fuck on it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a crotchless cocktail gown. <laughs> but, um, so that all happens. And then we're also on the Twitter and the Tumblr. At Allie, Allie and Georgia. Georgia. So get up in our business. Please stalk us. Well, ladies, thank you so much for joining us on Jordan Jesse Go. Thank you so much for having us, you guys. Thank we'll you. talk to you online at MaximumFun.org, Forum.MaximumFun.org. On the Twitters, mm-hmm. with the hashtag... JJ Go. Of course, I'm at Jesse Thorne. Jordan is at Jordan underscore Morris. We're both on Tumblr, too. Sure. JesseThorne.tumblr.com, JordanMorris.tumblr.com. Tough to find. Yeah. We try and keep it cloaked. <laughs> sure. Carefully cloaked. And- oh, I, I issue an apology. A couple weeks ago, uh, we talked about the show Enlightened, and we had never seen it, and we both thought it was bad, and then I watched it, and it's really good. I don't think I thought it was bad. Did we think it was bad? I don't think we thought it was bad. I think someone said we should watch it, and then we both kind of rolled our eyes a little bit. We said we weren't sure if we should watch it, but okay. we, I don't think we I think dismissed I thought it, the quality I thought it was bad. And then no, I, watched I think it. it's supposed to be quite it's good. very good. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, it's scary good. Yeah, it's really Is it enjoyable? It's a little bit hard. It's, That's it's, the, I it's think tough. the reason, I think it's our tough. understanding was that while it was a very good show, we might not should watch it because it might be not enjoyable. Yeah, it's hard to watch more than one in a row because okay. it's, uh, you know, it's a Mike White thing. So, yeah. it's, you know, it's a, it's a little trying sometimes, but it is so funny and so good. Anyway, okay. but one a day. One a day. One a day. That's fair. I mean, that's a decent number of enlightens to watch. Just like an uh, elderly person's vitamins. And, and after after a month, you just get carbon monoxide poisoned Aww. and die in your yeah. sleep. So I'm sorry I rolled my eyes at you, enlightened. You're very good. Okay. 206-984-4-FUN. Brian Fernandez on the boards. We'll see you online and at BoatParty.biz. Later, gang.